0: hi my name is john and my name is chris and, and this, this is stay, stay on, on target hey everybody welcome to stay on target we are your hosts you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com
1: that's right john this week we are talking about the playstation uh, experience
0: yeah, yeah, showcase the no, playstation showcase showcase
1: 2023 so sorry
0: I almost said state of play, but like, and we can talk about it later, but like that apparently like the state of play, uh, title is reserved for like their smaller things, like their bite size, like, oh, this is a state of play. That's specifically about one game or, hey, this is a third party state of play or, hey, this is a PSVR state of play. Um, and so this is like labeled as the showcase, um, meaning like it's a bigger deal. Um, and we can talk about whether or not it was actually, I found it to be a bigger deal, um, later, but, uh, but yeah, like, you know, this is, this is, I, I think this is like what would have been their E3, um... Because we're coming up, like, it's almost it's almost June. Like, we're almost to that E3 time period. And so, unless, like, things would have drastically changed between now and three weeks from now, this is what they're, like, would take the place of what their E3 would be. Like, this is that, that spring-slash-summer announcement slot, like, pre-summer announcements um, that they, they're they making to tell people, hey, here's what you're going to be playing um, over the next few months, so.
1: Yeah, dude, um... I'm trying to remember when is Xbox's event.
0: Ooh, that's a good question. It's 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 pretty pretty soon. Uh, let me see. Let me look it up. Uh, Xbox uh, E3 Showcase 2023 is what I'm going to search for. Just because <laughs> that's the easiest way to get it. Um, let's see. I mean, there's literally Google. You know how like Google like will pull up like hey, here's maybe the answer to what you're looking for. Um, to so like whatever you like ask a question or whatever, this one, it literally puts E3 2023 canceled with a big red canceled on Oh my it. gosh. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Xbox will have an event. Uh, let me see. Ah, that's, that didn't get me what I was looking for. It wasn't the easiest way, Chris. It wasn't the easiest way. Mm. Xbox showcase, uh, June, 2023 is what I'll look for. Cause that's like, it's going to be. In June, here, um, get ready for Xbox Games Showcase and Starfield Direct double feature airing June 11th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. All right, um, so it's two things it's the Xbox Games Showcase, and then they're gonna go right into a Starfield Direct immediately following the Xbox Games Showcase. Um, I assume to like just do a deep dive onto like, hey, here's what Starfield is. Um, I love that Nintendo has now like basically like <laughs> the, the vernacular is direct for these types of things.
1: Yeah. I mean, they've uh, basically, I mean, they've been doing it for years, yeah. so everyone else has kind <laughs> of fallen suit.
0: Like everybody uh, now, everybody now knows what that is. It's like, you know, it's, and well, uh, and there's
1: some, there's some multi-platform games that got announced uh, in this PlayStation thing too, which is exciting.
0: Yes. And but that's but, the uh, thing, like, we, like entire, there's a lot of multi-platform games that are in there um and it was you know uh, while on there it was unclear because at the end of every trailer it was like on ps5 and like i'm assuming also that in addition to it being on um multi-platforms and ps5 even if it wasn't listed i'm assuming some of those might make it over to like ps4 um not positive but you know i don't know well it, that's a whole lot of games that are just uh next gen only um which hasn't been the case for this uh, almost this entire generation so far
1: Alright. So we'll talk about it all that later. But first, John, what have you been up to this week?
0: A lot. A lot of Zelda. Um, Tears of the Kingdom, Chris. It's been, it's been, uh, it's been, been happening. It's been, been, been I've been working my way through. I, I, there's lots of stuff that's happened. A lot of people that I've met, I realized that I still have one power that I have not gotten yet. And mm. I don't know how to get it. Um, the interesting thing with Tears of the Kingdom, after you get off like the what I what I originally considered like the tutorial, were like area, right? It's mm-hmm. very that's which is very guided and very cool. Um, you get like kind of dropped into into an area where you can talk to people, and I just happen to emergently go on like to talk to the right person, like followed them around because like the characters that have like a red icon above like the text that they're that they're speaking um they have like a mission for you and so i saw somebody like across the across the courtyard that had a mission for me and i was like oh i'm gonna talk to that person so i jetted over and talked to that person and it kicked off a quest and that gave me a whole like it gave me the camera um the camera ability so in addition to the suite of abilities that now i have the camera and stuff and and so yeah, so like I can, uh, I also now have still have one empty slot, and I'm really unsure who I need to talk to to get that slot filled. I know what goes in that slot now, um, after having like just dis- you know discussed it with somebody, um, because I was like, what go like what goes there? What am I missing? Basically, am I still like in the tutorial? And they're like, no, you've kind of like left the tutorial area, but there still is like a power. Like you have to kind of follow follow one of the quest lines. Um, to get that last power, um, spoilers for Tears of the Kingdom if you don't want to know what that power is, um, but that power is auto build, um, mm. and so yeah, like it's a it's it's a it's a pretty. I feel like that's a pretty like cool thing where I'm like I gotta figure out how to get this thing. I gotta figure out which quest line it is that gets me this. Um, I don't necessarily feel like looking it up yet because I'm still having a blast um, doing what I'm doing, climbing around some mountains, finding cool stuff. Um, but I am very curious what that power, like, will actually do. Um, anyway, so I'm having a blast with it. Uh, it I, it, I, this game is massive. It makes Breath of the Wild feel, um, kind of, you know, where, or I feel like it's like, okay, well, Breath of the Wild, like, I was, like, off to the races, like, after the tutorial, uh, area, I was just like, okay, no, I got all my powers, now just go. And I, I still kind of somewhat feel like, oh, I'm, I'm like... Just discovering what all the systems kind of do in this game still, so it's it's pretty pretty deep, and I'm, I'm having a blast with it so far. Um, but that's what I've been up to this week most of the time. Like I, I've been listening to a uh, an audio book uh, or an audio uh, dr- uh, radio drama, Star Wars radio drama um, with the High Republic stuff, but uh, which is kind of like put a a, <laughs> a roadblock in my way of reading through that series because it this fits right in between a couple of books and it's like, it, it's like, well, you could read the script or you can listen to it. And I decided to listen to it and I kind of wish that I'd read the script because I can't like read it, read it before bed or whatever at night. <laughs> Cause like, I'm just, you know, I mean I would be listening to like the sound effects and the, the lightsaber battles and the explosions and things anyway. Um, but it's a very good, very good, uh, audio, audio drama. Their audio dramas, uh, radio dramas are really cool. So, um, but other than that, that's just been tears of the kingdom pretty much. So what have you been up to this week? Oh man.
1: Um honestly not a t- not a ton. I haven't really been playing any games. Um I haven't really been reading a lot. I haven't really been doing anything other than just kind of I mean I I uh, I recently I guess I can talk about this. I uh I recently started um watching My Way Back Through Jag, the old television show. Nice. Uh, How are you doing Par-
0: that? What is that on these days?
1: Paramount Plus. So all okay. the CB- CBS stuff is on Paramount Plus. So, um uh everything from like uh there's JAG, there's like I think there's CIS on there, there's like I mean there's all the the old that old stuff and the NCIS, that kind of thing. Um there's, you know, obviously like uh the Star Trek stuff's on there because it's Paramount. Um what else is on there? I don't know. That's really all I'm watching on there. The the it's really funny with all these streaming services. Like you know, you end up comparing the the UI, the you know how well they <laughs> handle like low bandwidth. This yeah. this this thing does not uh, uh, perform well. Like mm. I have I have a pretty good like wi- it's a wireless connection um, across through the house. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: but by the time and and I have a gigabit connection and and like when I measure it at the um, at the wireless router during peak times, I'm usually getting around 500 megabits per second, which is still great. Uh, I mean, should you shouldn't have any problems with that.
0: No, that uh, that's, that, that should.
1: <laughs> that's yes, yeah, fire fast. But by the time it makes it all the way down to my Xbox through the house, the wireless signal, it's it's somewhere between 50 to 100 megabits per second, which is still great. Like you should still be fine with that. Should still be
0: that. acceptable for for full quality. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I don't have any problems with Netflix. I don't have any problems with um, trying to think like Peacock. Uh, I occasionally have problems with with HBO Max. Um, yeah. It uh, it doesn't deal with uh, low bandwidth. Um, like if it dips, like if it's just and, I, and all it is, I'm sure, is just like some weird like like out of nowhere dip. Like it's mm-hmm. not even like. But they like the buffer is not good enough or something like they just don't switch it, like it will actively pause like and, and stop the show. Well, Oof. the the Paramount app. Is like the worst at this. Like it not only like will pause the show, but the app will basically crash.
0: Oh no! Uh,
1: and if if the you know, so I'm like, gosh dang it! Like it starts happening, I'm like, I'm going to have to go reset my router or something.
0: Yeah. So
1: now it has me like looking into like installing some Wi-Fi extenders and like yeah. putting in I'll mesh you need, Wi-Fi you need some sort and all of, this kind a of crap. mesh network or something like that. <laughs> yes, I know, and I'm like, I don't want to have to deal with this, but I guess I'm going to have to. So I can watch my Jag.
0: <laughs> I mean, you could always do it old school, Chris, and just run a really, really oh my long no. Cat Nine cable. <laughs>
1: Definitely not doing that. Um, and it also uh, it gives me like like extra motivation. Like I put my Wi Fi router up in my bonus room because like eventually that we will have a our a, our whole setup up there. But I don't have that. Like I don't have a. We need to buy like everything, like a couch, a TV, like all the things up there, and so. Um, it's just kind of like it's been a more of a future kind of thing. And now I'm just like, ah, man, I, need, I just need to get this done.
0: <laughs> so, so that you it's it the options are install mesh network or just you finish know buy, like furnish an entire uh yeah. an entire room of your house. Well, you and know, you're like have, it's easier to furnish the entire room. <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what I'll tell you what's confusing and we won't stay on this long, but like <laughs> I mean, I have I have a Nighthawk uh, router, wireless router. Yeah, it's not like old, 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 but it's not like the newest version. Mm-hmm. It is so hard to figure out and decipher what things I could buy right now are that like the mesh Wi-Fi network stuff that's compatible with it. Mm, like, yeah. and I'm like, do I just need to go ahead and buy a whole new router mesh mesh Wi-Fi network system? Like, a, they, when they have that. I'm like, do I need to just like bite the bullet and do that? Or do I like try to piecemeal this together on things that I think will work? So I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, if you get things that are incompatible with each other, even within the same company, that ends up being a nightmare where you're like, oh, just randomly these two things that are from the same, like manufacturer, same company, like they just don't work together. And like, that's just frustrating. So like, sometimes it is like a better idea just to buy the whole, whole system but yeah, like, if you have, like, that's my thing is my, my wireless router. It's like, okay, I definitely, definitely could get like a little bit better range at this point, um, on my, on my wifi, but it like reaches the reaches the most of the house most of the time. Like my switch, which has terrible, uh, wifi like connection anyway, you know, even if you're in like the same room, it's like, it's not the same as like, it's like three bars, even whenever you're like in the same room with most, uh, wifi connections that you're on, um, Like the fact that I don't get that on the edge of the house, like, okay, that's fine. It makes sense. And I can just like move to the different room while I download something or while I play online. But like if I did have a stronger uh, Wi-Fi router, like or or, yeah, I, I would basically like that would probably be covered by this point. Um, but it's just like, I don't want to, I don't want to, don't want to mess with it, Chris. I don't want to mess with the thing. You know, you start messing with the thing. And then what if the next thing, the new thing doesn't actually work. And it's like, well, then it just becomes even more of a headache.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh man. But, uh, but yeah, dude, that's, that, that's, that's fascinating. I, uh, they just recently, I mean, just literally like, like yesterday, today, I don't know when it was so like in the last couple of days, they switched over from HBO max to max and it changed the colors of the app completely. And it like changed like where some things are at. And uh, I don't like that. I don't like any of that stuff. Um, I actually think it probably functions a little bit better. Like the the autoplay works a little bit more smoothly. The streaming is a little bit more uh, robust. Like it feels like it's able to, uh, the technology behind the scenes is able to handle the the buffering a lot better, seems like. Um, but at the same time, it's like, ah, it's just, a, you know... <laughs> Not being able to know where anything's at for, for a mo- moment on my, my TV app or whatever. I'm just like, ah, that's an annoying, um, why'd you have to change it all? Um, does Disney plus work like, like the the thing that I've noticed with some of the Dolby, uh, digital, like the Dolby, uh, Atmos and, and, uh, Dolby vision, um, content on disney plus is that it will buffer the uh visuals and then sometimes if it loses quality like a dip it'll like have an audible click as it switches from yep. the dolby atmos track yep. into the uh the standard stereo or 5.1 and then it has an audible click to click back and that's always super annoying to me
1: <laughs> yeah i agree it's it's a little weird
0: um it's just the audible click where i'm like you couldn't you couldn't figure out figure out how to make this like some sort of a different, different type of a crossfade of some sort. Um, but yeah, like all the all the different apps and how they handle uh, dips in dips in in bandwidth is is super fascinating, man. I was looking. I whenever you said that, I was like, oh man, maybe Paramount like has a uh, has. I, I thought I thought I saw a Paramount thing as a perk for Game Pass. Like if you have Game Pass, they give you like certain perks. But no, it's a Peacock Plus membership. <laughs> so. Yeah. So if you want to watch The Office, uh, you can get two months of Peacock Premium Plus free. Oh, nice! With your Game Pass subscription. So if you're already on Game Pass, you can you can watch The Office. Um, well, cool, Chris. Well, uh, I think that uh, is that everything that you've been up to this week. I think that's about everything I've been up to this week. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I. I did want to give a shout out to um, I talked about it before there is the uh, the there's a hands drawn gaming uh, Patreon or whatever. Like it's but it's, it's basically uh, a person who hands draws like gaming guides, like mini gaming guides and releases them uh, every other month and yeah the, uh, they've done like uh, Mega Man, they've done Castlevania and uh and this upcoming one which i think they that locks on the 31st is TMNT. And so it's going to be uh going to be you know kind of those classic TMNT um original TMNT uh NES game and the art looks fantastic for it uh from what i've seen from what they've shared on the uh on the hand drawn Gaming uh Patreon. So uh if anybody wants you know a very very cool Piece of like you know guide for hands drawn game guide for uh, NES TMNT. Um, Hop over to the uh, the hand drawn gaming uh, Patreon and and, and get on that because it it looks fantastic. Um, But Chris, I think that means it's time for the news. The news. All right, John.
1: So this whole news section, this is all about the PlayStation showcase. This and everything is the main there.
0: topic, because, yeah. it's, it, because it was, it's their big thing, you know? <laughs> yep.
1: You've watched this. I haven't. I'm reading through this for the first time, so uh, any shock or disappointment will be real from my perspective. <laughs> it's
0: in real time.
1: It's in real time. So, and then I will go to John for all the explanations, because I don't know anything. All right, so I'm reading from an article on uh, IGN.com by Logan Plant called PlayStation Showcase 2023. Everything announced... PlayStation finally pulled back the curtain on the PS5 lineup for this year and beyond in the PlayStation Showcase 2023. Sony showed off a ton of upcoming games for PlayStation Five and PSVR Two, including the reveal of okay, uh, all these games. Uh, first, Spider-Man Two gets a lengthy gameplay showcase.
0: Yeah, dude, this game looks awesome. It's uh, that th- that that look at it was too long. <laughs> How long was it? It was, it was like, I was like looking at it and I was like, oh yeah, they were like, we have one more game. And I was like, dude, there's like 17 minutes left in this. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. And so it was like, it was about 15 minutes, you know, to, to 16 minutes long. Like, cause mm. I'm sure they had like a stinger at the end. Um, like, yeah, they definitely had a stinger, um, like montage at the end of what all they announced. Yeah, that's um, long. But dude, yeah, it was really long. And I like, to the point where I was like, dude, I'm going to be playing this like later this year, I, I, I kind of don't want to know some of this. So I, I kind of like skipped some of it, um, because I didn't, didn't want to like, you know, ruin the excitement and spoil this stuff for me. Um, it does like reveal like one of the villains in a cool way, which I thought was awesome. Um, to the point where I was like, I was like, is this Spider-Man? It's gotta be Spider-Man. They haven't talked about Spider-Man yet. This is, and this is the last game. It's gotta be Spider-Man. And then it was Spider-Man. Um, because it's, it, the uh the the intro scene was with uh with with Craven Craven the Hunter or whatever um and so uh so that was that was very cool um dude thing looks great i loved, absolutely loved the the first Spider-Man game. I loved M- Spider-Man Miles Morales even more because it was a, a tighter gameplay experience. Uh, it was a little bit shorter and it was a little bit less expensive, but it was, uh, it was tighter as far as like the story goes. And it was tighter as far as all the gameplay goes. It wasn't just, uh, you know, didn't, didn't feel like it felt like all of the fluff or all of the uh the additional stuff in there was all kind of trimmed out um and the gameplay also introduced like uh these new abilities that were very very cool um this is, seems to be introducing even more new abilities uh in a cool way with, with uh with Peter back on Peter this time and they revealed with the gameplay in this um, lots of people have talked about how like, Oh yeah, hopefully they switch, you know, you, you kind of like, because you switch be- in the first Spider-Man game, you sp- switch between, um, uh, Peter Parker and, um, and MJ a couple of times. And then, um, this one, you kind of, you definitely switch from between Peter Parker and Miles Morales, Spider-Man, like you kind of like go back and forth between them a little bit. And so I thought that was a really cool, cool, uh, cool element for them to confirm. Um, and uh, it just looks really good, man. I'm just like this is like a game that I am so excited for because the previous two games have just been fantastic. So,
1: all right. So the next thing that we talk about is uh, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater remake announced. When did the original come out?
0: I was a long. It was a while ago. because um, that's that's Metal Gear Three. They also announced that there's a bundle. There's a, a Metal Gear Solid uh, collection that includes uh metal gear solid one i believe and two and three um and it's coming to playstation 5 and i believe it that one might like the collection is coming to xbox as well there's a lot of this that's coming to xbox too and they just didn't say um that it was multi-platform it didn't say exclusive there was no like announcer going exclusive or or console exclusive or anything like that and this this it just kind of like announced a bunch of games it was like play this on ps5 um so I don't know which of these are, is coming to uh, to Xbox, but um, I don't know when the original came out. But it it is it apparently is like one of the fan favorites of like, hey, this is the one you should remake first, and then go back and remake some of the others. Um, notably, this is Konami without uh, Hideo Kojima, and so we'll see. The trailer was very odd. It didn't have any gameplay. And it didn't have, like, it wasn't, like, a normal Metal Gear trailer that would have been from, like, uh, Hideo Kojima, where it's, like, it feels very cinematic or anything. It felt very gamey, where it's, like, okay, this, uh, a, a bird eats a bug, and then something eats the bird, and then something eats the thing that eats the bird. And, the, you know, and, and then, oh, there's Snake in the swamp, you know. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a very video gamey kind of, like, reveal where you're, like, what is this game that I'm watching? And then then Snake shows up, and you're, like, oh, cool. And that was it. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm excited to, to, to give it a shot, but you know, there's not a whole lot, lot here to, to determine, you know, judge it based on. So,
1: all right. So the next thing on the list, PlayStation announced dedicated game streaming device. This is the handheld, (laughs) uh, not a standalone device like a Vita two, but this is a more of a Wii U style streams Extra stuff to your control. It's basically a controller with a screen.
0: Yeah, and I guess you can sc- stream like your your games to it if you want to like I guess be in the same room as your PS Five but not right. play on your screen. But it's with like your
1: PS5? it's through your Wi Fi. Like I mean, you could do this with this is my thing. You could do this with the Vita. Like, you could do this you with to, your
0: phone right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, like well, and it's but it was t- always terrible. Like I, yeah. the lag was awful. Like I mean, why would I do this?
0: Yeah. And that's the thing is like, it's, I, they must've like worked out some of the lag situation, but like you, again, you can do this with your phone. Like I did this with my, like do this with my Xbox sometimes where I get the controller with a little clip on it and just clip my phone to my controller. And then that's like my Xbox and I'm playing from the Xbox, you know, downstairs, but I'm sitting upstairs. Um, and so like, that's the only situations that I feel like you could use this. you can't take this thing on a plane. You know, know, it's like, I don't know. It just, it seems like such a strange device to develop uh, hardware for as Sony, which I guess, you know, that makes sense. They make TVs and stuff. uh, So they have like screen technology and everything. But I don't know, man. It just seems like an odd choice. This is the reason why, I feel like Xbox or um, you know, hasn't gotten into, into that type of a, a streaming device. Like they've left that to third parties to come up with like, hey, here's a streaming device that you can use uh to stream your stuff. Um there also are are other better handheld options for this type of thing. Like you can get a, a Steam Deck nowadays. Those are just available pretty much if you just want to buy one. Um and then there's the the new device, I forget what it's called. Um The ROG, Asus, something or other, Um, but it's a it's another like it's a competitor to the uh, Steam Deck, but it runs Windows. Like it's basically like a PC, but with uh, in the middle in between two joysticks and buttons. Um, And both of those devices seem like a better option than this because you can take them out of your house, away from Wi-Fi range uh, of your PS5, and play games. Um, And with Sony kind of embracing pc gaming like where they're releasing a lot of like even their first party titles um albeit a couple months later uh they're releasing their games onto those like pc platforms i don't see why you would would spend a couple hundred bucks on this whenever you could spend a you know another hundred dollars and get like a steam deck or something um just doesn't make doesn't it doesn't make a whole lot of market sense to me why they would put out this device
1: uh, i agree it's weird all right, so uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage gets October release date. That's the next piece.
0: Yeah, it looks like a classic, like the the old style of Assassin's Creed, rather than the open world kind of RPG stuff. Um, lots of people are excited about it. I never played any of those. You played uh, what was it called, Liberation? Oh man, uh, so, I mean, so, okay, the Assassin's Creed games I've played.
1: Um, uh, I played Black Flag.
0: Li- <laughs> did you play Black Flag?
1: I did play Black Flag a little bit, but I didn't. I didn't do much with it. I mean. It, Here's the thing, John. Uh, okay, I'll continue. I played uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed 3, Assassin's Creed Liberation I played the heck out of because it was it was smaller and simple and it was on the Vita. Um, Bring the, back a Vita! Yep, I know. <laughs> uh, Black Flag I played a little bit. Um, Syndicate I played a little bit. Um, and then what was the one that you played? Didn't you play one that was like in the... uh Odyssey? Yeah, Odyssey. What was right after Odyssey?
0: Uh, well, there's Valhalla. No, is that nope. right? Is that Valhalla?
1: No. no, no, no. Sorry, there was Origins, and then and then uh-uh. Odyssey. I I played Odyssey as well. Again, didn't get anywhere near finishing it. Um, <laughs>
0: it was a great game though. Ah, it's so good. But yeah, I, didn't but, I mean, it's I mean, I massive. Put, like,
1: I put like you know probably twelve hours into it, and I'm like not even close to scratch. I you just get, I just get so distracted, John, doing all these stupid side quests.
0: It's all the checklists, man. Yeah, I know um you get to actually, an island and it a whole it. new checklist and you're like oh i got it like
1: oh my gosh what, what, how it. long am i
0: gonna be here <laughs> um and I,
1: I haven't played valhalla i haven't played is that the latest one
0: yeah i think that's the latest yeah, one yeah
1: yeah i haven't played that
0: one um but yeah so this is apparently going back in style to like assassin's creed one two three and and, and uh back to that style where like it's not like climb everywhere or whatever like there's like the the sequences where you have to platform in order to get up to the tops of buildings um more kind of mission-based like that sort of thing um sandboxes uh yeah it, i mean it, this the setting is really cool um but like you know i i don't know if it's one of those things where it's like I, do, do i i, I kind of really want to know what happens in odyssey <laughs> So if I'm going to play on a Saturn screen, I feel like I want to go back to Odyssey and figure out what happens with Cassandra's story there, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, I probably, you know, this is one of the other those things like I, there's a high probability that I buy this on sale at some point.
0: True. They do and, have, really, Ubisoft has really good sales after yeah. like a few months after games come out.
1: And then I like play, you know, five to 10 hours of it and then I never play it again. That's I mean, if you, only,
0: you know, if you paid a, a few dollars to, to get a f- you know, some hours of enjoyment out of it, it's like, okay, great. You know, it's like that's, that, that's, that's me, you know, where I'm like maybe I don't need to complete these games. Like if I get, get what I want out of them, then I'm good, you know.
1: Um, all right, so the uh, Alan Awake 2 is coming to consoles and PC on October 17. This is not an exclusive on any platform. This is multi-platform, which is pretty freaking awesome.
0: Yeah, and like that's it's wild to me that Xbox kind of passed on uh, doing an Alan Wake two um, at some point along the line. Like Remedy has been like, yeah, you know, where's, you know, they passed it. The the Alan Wake remastered um, that's out on every platform too, right? At this point, like, so the original game, but they remastered it a couple years ago to, to have better visuals and stuff. I'm not sure. I'm not sure
1: uh, where that's at right now.
0: Regardless, this is a fantastic. Like, I, I love the idea that this is going to be everywhere. And, uh, and, you know, I've not played the first one. I will probably pick up the first one, play through the first one, and play this game. Because um, the two games that I have played from Remedy, I have loved, which was, uh, which was um, Quantum Break and uh, Control. Both of those games are fantastic games that I absolutely love. The gameplay is super unique on the, both of those games, and the stories are really interesting, um, cinematic, and uh, very creepy and eerie. Um, in fact, there was an Alan Wake expansion for Control that I played through, so it that like basically recounts some of the events of Alan Wake One, um, and so I kind of know what happens in Alan Wake One, but I haven't actually played Alan Wake One, so I don't know. Um, but I, I uh, I'm an amps for Alan Wake Two, Chris.
1: Yeah, dude. Um, Dragon's Dogma Two got a trailer, and we got to go start going faster through this. this is, uh, oh yeah, this dude, there's a lot. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Go for um,
1: it. I don't I don't really know anything about this. Did look good? Yeah, cool. I
0: mean, you know, Dragons, I haven't played Dragon's Dogma one, um, but lots of people who liked Dragon's Dogma are probably very, very excited.
1: Final Fantasy sixteen gets a new launch trailer ahead of next month's launch. It's a new Final Fantasy sixteen trailer. Uh this is a new game, right?
0: Yeah, it'll come out in June. Like late yeah, June, June, I think.
1: June twenty second.
0: Yeah, and it looks really good. There's like these big massive uh like kaiju battles, like big, big like monster battles in it. Um, for like some of the boss fights and stuff. Um, is this a is sequel
1: really cool. or is this a, a brand new uh, story?
0: Every Final Fantasy is a, is a brand new thing unless it says specifically that it's a sequel. Because like, what was it, ten uh, you know? two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna have uh, you know the uh, Final Fantasy seven remake part one, two, and maybe three. Who knows how many parts they're gonna be for that? Um, uh,
1: let's see. I'm
0: mean, here, uh, Bungie.
1: It's coming out with a new game, Marathon. It's a, uh, a, a multiplayer extraction game.
0: Yeah, so this was an interesting one. We didn't see any gameplay. It was a really stylized trailer. Um, I'd be interested to see more because it's Bungie. I mean, Bungie is awesome, um, you know, and it looks really, really cool. I th- This one, and then there's a couple others that are within this showcase that are like Sony games. Um that exemplify that they're going in a more live service direction. They've said in like one of their earnings calls at one point that, uh, by, uh, a few years from now, like 60% of the, of their new releases of their in development titles are live service games. Oh, from Sony Um, specifically of Sony specifically, which is, Mm, which is like such a shakeup to me. So I don't like it. (laughs) Hey,
1: whatever, man. I like, I, you know, I don't know why they're going that way. M- maybe they're easier. I don't know. It seems like you're locking up uh, entire studios on games that might not pan out. Yeah, I, th- I think about all the live right. service games that like come out. And it's like, okay, well now we got to support this stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, where? How many stories have we talked about where like where it's like a game comes out and it's like super popular for a little while, and then all of a sudden, like a year from then, it's like, well, we're turning off the servers, everybody. And it's like, oh my goodness, that, that seems like just a, a hard thing to tie up 60% of your like, development power in. Um, this one is one of, the, one of the live service ones. Obviously, like I said, Bungie, they've done Destiny. They know how to do live service stuff. Um, they also know how to do like fun multiplayer things. So you know, we'll see how, how, how it works out. I don't have any gameplay to go off of, but the style of the trailer looks really stunning and very cool. Street Fighter
1: 6. They showed off a story mode from uh, that game. It's coming out uh, next week. Cool. Uh, Jade Raymond's Haven Studio reveals Fair Games.
0: This was another one of the live service ones. This is where there's mm. one of their. It's like a second party uh, studio um, doing a heist game. Um, I think it's like a com- competitive uh, heist game. And it yeah, it looks like a uh, it looks kind of like a mix between like Watch Dogs and like V for Vendetta and like there's just like all these vibes that are going this, it seems pretty cool but with it being a live service game I that, that's one where I'm like I'm, I don't, again like I, I, I don't know, like if it was a single player game I'd be like I'm definitely trying that out from based on the trailer alone but as a live service game I'm like eh, I don't know, I'm going to wait and see
1: Metalus Principle 2 mm-hmm. yeah. this year, multi-platform uh-
0: I have had the Talos Principle One on like my my list for a really long time. Um, but I have not ever played it. So maybe now's the time, Chris. But the sequel's coming out. <laughs>
1: uh all right. Foam Stars is a Splatoon-like shooter from Square Enix. <laughs> this
0: is what, speaking Stars. of one of those <laughs> speaking of one of those online games that like I feel like is gonna end up going uh going away after a certain period of time. It the the trailer looks really interesting. Uh the the foam spray looks like a fun mechanic. But, like, the, the way that it appeared in the gameplay was that once you cover the stage with foam, you can walk across the foam. So, like, I'm like, won't every match just end up being, like, a big field of foam that you're, like, surfing across rather than it being, like, go up lane three. It's like, I can't see lane three because it's covered in foam. <laughs> uh, Splatoon does a really good job with uh, with with readability and with being able to, to play that game. This like visually, I was like, all I see is just foam. <laughs> That's it. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I I am very interested. I, I I Ubisoft keeps trying these live live service kind of things. Um, they had the dodgeball one that I talked about. The soundtrack being fantastic, and everyone should listen to because it's you know it's got that uh that kind of like jazz horn kind of hip hop uh soundtrack. And it's fantastic. Like, the soundtrack is awesome. I haven't played that game, though, because um, they're going to shut down the servers in, in July. So this, I, I don't know. We'll see. They keep trying these games. Maybe one of them will, will hit at some point. All right. Uh, they showed indie an indie game called The Plucky Squire. We saw a trailer for this before um, where you're, it's a very cartoony kind of a look, and then the character jumps out of the, uh, the book, the coloring book or whatever, into the real world, and it's a, somebody's bedroom. Um, and they kind of platform around the bedroom and things like that. It still looks absolutely stunning. If I were to pick out a game that's like on my radar, like near the top of my like most anticipated list, it's this one because it just looks so cool uh, to jump out of the the cartoon kind of color book into the real world. Phantom
1: Blade Zero. is a new hack and slash RPG, steampunk, um, set in the Phantom World.
0: I don't know this. This one didn't like. Other than giving me like um, action, you know, vibes. This one didn't do a ton for me as far as like interest goes.
1: Ghost Runner Two announced for twenty twenty three. It's a sequel. Um, I never played or heard of the first one.
0: So the first one, um, I think you can play it on, it was on Game Pass for a while, or maybe it was given, maybe it was uh, Games with Gold. Anyway, it I have it. I, I haven't played it. This one is supposed to be drastically different than the first one, and not like you don't necessarily have to play the first one to play this one. Uh, this is like a, a first person um, cyberpunk slashing, like hack and slash game with a sword. It looks really cool. The, it looks really stunning. This one actually debuted... On, I believe, was one of the uh, first showcases for the Xbox Series X. So, um, this was definitely coming to Xbox as well. Might be even becoming a Game Pass. I don't remember. Um, but it is. Uh, it looks really, really cool. Arrowhead's Helldivers 2 was announced. Another one of those live service games. Um, and it's just Helldivers, uh, but in third person. Um, and uh, yeah, kind of open world kind of sandboxy style stuff where you're shooting a bunch of a bunch of hordes of of alien enemies
1: giant squid revealed sword of the sea the art looks pretty cool on this
0: yeah dude this looks really nice um this is like you're on a hover sword uh, yeah you're on a sword it looks like you're kind of like skateboarding almost across this whole universe it says this controls Um,
1: like a snowboard skateboard and hoverboard all in one
0: it looks really stunning, and like it looks like it, it would be very, very fun to play, like a Tony Hawk-style like a, adventure game where you're exploring this world. I, this is one where I will definitely uh, definitely go for it. Um, the Pathless and Abzu uh, are both also really stunning. The Pathless had a mechanic where you're like skating across the world. That feels really good. Um, so I'm, I anticipate this one feeling really good, too.
1: Resident Evil 4 Remake VR Mode trailer for PSVR 2?
0: Uh, this is interest like a set of like VR. There was like, a whole like section of VR two games um, that they talk about. So um, this is one of them.
1: All right. Five, ni- five nights at Freddy's help one and two announced for late 2023. I haven't played any of those games.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I haven't either. Um, lots of people love them obviously. Cause there's so many.
1: <laughs> you would hope. They're Gris-
0: <laughs> you Not just making them for nobody.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's another indie game. Uh, Gris creator reveals Neva coming in 2024.
0: Really interesting trailer. I really liked uh, what I saw. I I got my eye on this one. Eyeballs are on this one, Chris. Eyeballs are on this one. I don't. I feel like this was all front loaded. This is all out of order from the actual like event. Uh, as far as like how we're going through this article, um, so I feel like there's gonna be a, a lot here at the end that it was just gonna be like, yep, that happened. Yep, yep. that happened. Because <laughs> like we haven't hit some of the boring things that are, that were in there yet. <laughs>
1: uh, I've never played the first one of these, but I love this name, Cat Quest: Pirates of the Peruvian. <laughs> It's yeah. coming out.
0: It looked really, it looked really good. The trailer was uh, was a cat riding a boat. Is that just like to Jack Sparrow PS does, and like stepping of off it? onto the dock <laughs> in in parts of the Caribbean? Is that it was exclu- great?
1: Is that exclusive PS Five? Is that why you haven't? No, heard of I think it? it's for everything. It's okay. got to be
0: for everything because the original Cat Quest was for everything.
1: <laughs> That's why I've just never heard of it. Uh, Towers yeah. of Agassaba is a Breath of the Wild like coming next year.
0: They say Breath of the Wild-like, but I want to say it's probably just because it's an open world and you have a glider. Yeah, that's um, what I'm looking at. There's like building mechanics and things like that in it, like like town building stuff that looks more like Fallout-esque, like Fallout 4-esque. Interesting. Um, so, I don't know. I, I I don't know where the similarity is to Breath of the Wild-like. If it's green and has a glider, is, do we just call it a Breath of the, Wild. of the Wild-like? I, I don't know.
1: I guess so. Revenant Hill is coming to PlayStation 4 and PS5. Cool. It looks, uh, looks pretty cool. The artwork yeah, looks it's kind of like cool. a
0: like a, sh- uh, I don't know, is it shadow box? Is that the right, right light, light? Mm, like cell shaded kind of thing? Yeah, that's that's it.
1: Yeah, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink is coming. I have no idea what that is. It, it announced way back in twenty sixteen, it's finally coming out. Good grief!
0: Yeah, I was about to say like I I, I remember the Grand Blue name, but I I don't know if that was because it's like there's another Grand Blue, like a Grand Blue one, and this is a sequel, or if that's because because they announced it so far ago, you know.
1: Ultros is a colorful metroidvania coming next year.
0: Dude, this one looked interesting in the, the it looks like very stained glass kind of style, um, art style as you're going through. Um, I did find it hard in the trailer. I don't know you know, if it would, would be this way with the, uh, the, the actual game. I did find it hard to distinguish the main character from the background a lot of times because it's mm. just so much color.
1: Uh, they showed a game called Tower of Fantasy from Perfect World Games.
0: Yeah, I I don't know this one, this one looked interesting, but I I have no context. So, uh,
1: and then four four new PSVR two games were revealed: Arizona Sunshine two, military shooter Crossfire, Sierra Squad, In Dreams, Synapse, and a Queen music pack DLC for Beat Saber.
0: Yeah, the, be- the Beat Saber thing that was a really cool trailer because they actually like did um, they showed like what you would be seeing. In Beat Saber, to like and so you're, they're swinging the, the the sabers to the music, and it's just like really fun to watch those types of things. So,
1: Fireworks Concord is coming next year, and then we saw a new gameplay trailer for Immortals of Avium, and that's it.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of things at the end, and there was there wasn't a lot of gameplay. Like I'll, I'll go ahead and just throw this out there. Like there were so many cinematic things that at the end of it. I was like, could be cool, could also be absolutely not my my jam, and I just don't know it, you know. Like without seeing the gameplay, it's really hard to tell what some of these things are or how like they're gonna like are they gonna be something I'm interested in. So whenever I see <laughs> these days, whenever I see like a uh, a a really good cinematic trailer, I'm like, well, if it's a really good cinematic trailer for a game that I really would never be interested in. Oh, you know, I, I just, I, I need to just like write that off of my brain right now. Like, and so it just becomes just noise at that point. Um, so yeah, aside from if it's attached to like a big name, like Bungie, um, you know, I'm I'm kind of like ambivalent to a lot of those, uh, those CGI trailers at this point.
1: All right. Well, that's, uh that's what we have from the, uh, the PlayStation showcase. So Chris,
0: having just read through all of that. Yeah. What's your take? do you, How do you feel like 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 Sony is uh, is shaping up like what's I mean' this if is their this, big their if big it,
1: thing? Uh, if this was their big like e three replacement, I mean, I feel the same way I have the past couple of years when they've done this. They've done the same kind of thing both times, and I, like I'm starting to like kind of expect this it, this isn't you know these are not the days of the big e three announcements where they're talking about games that are coming out um, you know, f- four years from now. Yeah. And they're hyping this up. This is just kind of like, okay, here's, here's what's coming in the next, like, 12 to 16 months. Um, maybe 24 months for some of them. But that's about it. And uh, it's a more realistic, probably, look at, like, their slate. I think the live service game thing is weird. Like, yeah. I, uh, you know, unless, and you know, this is just me, but, like, you've got, I'm not saying you shouldn't ever release a new live service game. Like that's not what I'm saying. I'm like, but it's a, the if you really, you've got a player base. Yeah, a lot of them, the people who are into that kind of stuff, are already probably engaged with something. Like it's you know a Fortnite or or a uh, Apex or a uh, Call of Duty uh, Warzone or something like mm-hmm. that. And then like you're not only going to try to release. Something that competes with that and tries to take their the, like the the timeshare from those games, but you're gonna release like several that will will just honestly like just compete with themselves, like yeah. for people's time. Yeah, you know, I I think you Good have point. a I think you have a lot of people who are into that stuff, but I don't think everyone is into that stuff.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you also you're limiting like you're a first party uh first party like you're releasing this to one platform. Maybe too if you release it to PC, um, like which is what Xbox has done. And I feel like how they've gotten away with things like Sea of Thieves and stuff is like that the Xbox platform isn't the only platform they launch and they launch on the platform uh, and PC. And so like it just like sustains to have more more a- ac- like access, like you increase the number of people that can access your product and it, it definitely like increases the chances that those things will survive and thrive even with a small community. Cause like, you know, you figure like, see if these has a really small, but dedicated um, fan base for that. Um, but yeah, like you, ha- like you're not pulling people away from like Fortnite necessarily, you know, to only play with their, their PlayStation buddies. Like, I mean, like call of duty, even has has like platform multi- across platform play and stuff like it's, I don't know, man. It's it's interesting. Like even like you know, think about Minecraft as like a live service, if you want to like call it that. Like that's cross platform. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I I am there with you. Where like you, it seems to be an odd choice. There is a one notable missing one that we know is in development. The uh, there's a Last of Us um, live service game that they have. Uh, I think it's called. I can't remember what exactly what's called, but it's it's Last of Us, and it's going to be like a competitive multiplayer uh, live service game. And so they have that in development and that wasn't here. If that had been here, it's like, okay, well, this is at least an IP that like everybody knows. And some people loved the, uh, that mode in like a multiplayer mode in the Uncharted games. And they loved that mode in the original last of us. So like, I don't know. It just seems like the, to roll it out this way where it's like, Hey, here's a bunch of games of new IP. That's also live service stuff. Whenever we are, you know, we've made our name in the gaming industry as like the, one of the best single player story driven video game developers and publishers. And now we're just pivoting, you know, 60% of our business into live service stuff that may or may not hit. It just seems like such a strange and uh, I I don't think it's going to work out super well. (laughs) Like, I feel like it's a misguided choice, you know, personally. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, excited about the Xbox event. We'll see what happens there. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they, you know, have a lot of games or if they kind of do the same kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. If they only focus on like the next, like however long. Too, I feel like there's there's more that we don't know about from Xbox stuff. There's than more there that we don't
1: know about, but then there's all those comments from like Phil Spencer about him, like you know, where he's like, "Well, we can't compete." on a game level with Sony, you know? Mm, and I'm yeah. like, well, what does that mean?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean like, and then you just had like, they've also got a lot to live up to cause they just came off of like Redfall launching and being like received really, you know, poorly reviewed really poorly. Right. Um, so like, and that's a big first party thing from obviously uh, from a company that they bought like Bethesda. Right. Um, like they acquired that one while it was in the middle of being made. Um, not like developed it, you know, from the ground up, but at the same time, like it's still like that's that's where they're at right now like they're com- they're not like Xbox isn't the perception is not <laughs> great. The perception of Sony like is is fantastic going into this event. I do feel like this event was p- pretty disappointing like whatever you like look at it from like what they could have done but they you know maybe they don't need to <laughs> right right. <laughs> all right, well we'll be here uh, to report on all of
1: that. You can find us online at Samtargetcast.com on social Chris right 250. And John
0: Wright, 777.
1: And at Stay On Target Pod, please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay On on Target. Target.